Last week, we began our midweek devotional series on growing in wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to live skillfully in God's world, which makes sense because he created the world by his wisdom. But this wisdom and this idea of us growing in wisdom is not just mere head knowledge. It's not just us being able to answer questions on a quiz. It's the ability to live skillfully in God's world that's rooted in a relationship with God. I love how Proverbs 9 verse 10 states it. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. And so, again, this idea of the fear of the Lord, this reverence of God, this worship of God is the beginning of wisdom. Our, our faith is actually strengthened not only by reading God's word, but also believing it, praying it, singing it. And so one of God's precious gifts to his people is the book of Psalms. And these Psalms serve as prayer templates for us in any, situa- any situation of life that we find ourselves in. But the Psalms also serve as a hymn, hymn book for us to sing as well. And so as we turn from the Proverbs last week to the Psalms this week, our plan is to have a simple kind of fourfold step in this devotional this morning. We want to read, reflect, pray, and praise. So just as a heads up, our devotional today is a very interactive one. It's not a passive one where you just sit and take it in. It's actually meant for us to be interacting together, even though we're not together face-to-face. So let me encourage you right now to take your Bible out, if you're able to, and to follow along by looking at God's Word, either on your your phone or in the, the hard copy of your Bible. Open your Bible to Psalm 46 with me. Try to carve out about 15 minutes of your day. Slow down. I know we're all busy, but let's slow down. Let's do our best to free ourselves from the distractions of a computer or a phone or a TV or our to-do list. And in these 15 minutes to read, reflect, pray, and praise using Psalm 46 as our guide. If you've got little kids with you, involve them if you can. Do it together as a family. If you're at work, consider using part of your lunch hour to, to go through this devotional. If you're driving along in the car, and just do your best to pray with us. Keep your eyes on the road, or if you need to, pull over and, and take time just to look at God's word. But with that in mind, let's, let's look at Psalm 46. Read, reflect, pray, and praise. Let me begin by reading to us Psalm 46. Psalm 46. To the choir master of the sons of Korah, according to Alamoth, a song. Verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives way, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations rage, the kingdoms totter. He utters his voice 
the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come, behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Praise God for his word. Friends, the question that Psalm 46 answers is this. What is your refuge when life is turned upside down? And the answer the psalm gives is God. God is our refuge. And if you look at Psalm 46, it breaks into three simple sections. Verses 1 through 3, verses 4 through 7, verses 8 through 11. Each section is marked off by that musical term, Selah which likely means to pause and to reflect. So with that in mind, those three sections show us different ways in which God is our refuge. In verses 1 through 3, God is our refuge from life's storms. As we pray through verses 1 through 3, let me encourage you to ask yourself, what are the storms in your life? What are the circumstances or the things that make it feel like the ground underneath your feet are beginning to shake? What troubles or tempts you to live in fear today? Those are the things, the very things that we come to God with in prayer, who is our refuge. In verses 4 through 7, God then is shown to be our refuge in conflict. So if 1 through 3 is refuge from life storms, 4 through 7 is refuge in conflict. Every Christian is involved in conflict. Every Christian is involved in a spiritual battle against the world, our sinful flesh, and the devil. Those are our three enemies. But in the midst of conflict, in the midst of chaos, our fight is to fight for faith, to fight in order to follow God. Psalm 46 reminds us that God is with us. He will help. So in light of verses 4 through 7, we run to God in prayer in the midst of our weariness, in our need for God's help in this conflict, in order that we might have God's help, his gracious aid to keep trusting him and following him, that he would defend us, that he would keep us. Finally, in the last section, in verses 8 through 11, we see that God is our refuge from his righteous wrath. Friends, during Christmas, we celebrate Jesus who came for us in the flesh. One of the places we see this is in Matthew 1, verses 23, which reminds us that his name is Emmanuel. In other words, God with us. Jesus is God in the flesh. Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And that's the very... Same reality that we see in Psalm 46, verse 11. The Lord of hosts is with us. Friends, for those who are in Christ, the God who commands a mighty army is no longer against us. He is for us in Christ. 
And friends, this is reason for us to praise God today. This is reason for us to give him thanks in prayer. So that's what we aim to do in this last section of the psalm. Well, friends, we've read Psalm 46. We've briefly reflected on what the psalm is saying. But what I want us to do now is to take time right now to pray. I want to lead us in prayer with Psalm 46 as our guide. And I invite you, wherever you are at, to pause and to pray with me right now. To make this prayer your own. And then afterwards, if you have time, to continue to use Psalm 46 today and throughout the rest of the week as a prayer guide, as a springboard for your own prayer time. So in light of that, let me pray right now using Psalm 46 as our guide. Let's pray together. Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, we praise you as the one who has opened the door for us to bring all of our needs, our fears, our requests to you in prayer. We praise you for the invitation to come and receive grace and mercy in our time of need. And so, Lord, we do that right now. Father, as the psalmist reminds us, we are those who are in need of refuge. And so we come to you as those who are tired those who are weary, asking that you may be our strength. Lord, we come to you in the midst of our trouble, asking that you may be our rest. Father, we bring those things to you that tempt us to live in fear today. Circumstances that make the very ground on which we stand shaky. The loss of a job. Grieving the death of a loved one enduring or facing racial strife, enduring months and months and months of a pandemic, living through a contentious political or election season. But all these things we bring to you today. We confess with the psalmist that you are our help. We ask you to help us today. Be our refuge Give us the faith to trust you for all of our needs, to be the one who brings us peace and wisdom and healing. Help us, God. God, when the psalmist talks about wars and nations that rage against you and your people, we are reminded of the spiritual battle that we wage even today. We feel the the, the inclination of our hearts to walk away from you. We hear the whispers of deceit. We feel the, the, the temptation towards fear or discouragement from the evil one. But if we're honest, we feel our sinful flesh prone to leave the God we love. We live in a world that's opposed to you and mocks those who follow you. And so, God, we pray for your help. We pray for your help in the midst of this conflict and battle. Lord, we pray that you would help us to live in the freedom that you have purchased for us through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. We pray that you would help us to say no to sin today and yes to what is right. Lord, help us to bear the fruit of your Holy Spirit. Lord, help us again and again to put on the full armor of God, to by faith put on the helmet of salvation. We pray that you protect our thought life 
to put on the breastplate of your righteousness, that we would rest in what you have done for us, to put on the belt of truth that holds all things together, to lift up the shield of faith that you would extinguish the fiery darts of the evil one, to lift up the sword of your spirit, which is the word of God, and to claim your promises, to put on the shoes of the readiness given by the gospel of peace. Oh, Father, we pray that you would speak to us through your word today. And as you speak, that you would bring peace. And that through your spirit and through the ministry of your word, that you would give us victory over the world that's opposed to you, our flesh, which is inclined to run away from you, and the devil who seeks to discourage and deceive. Lord, give us victory, we pray. And Father, we also give you thanks. We give you thanks that though we were once enemies of God, through Christ you've made us family and friends. We give you praise right now that in Christ you are not against us. You are a God who is for us. Lord, what a wonderful thought that you, the Lord of hosts, the God who commands a vast and mighty army, is for us today. And so, Lord, we pray that you would give us eyes to see this truth, to see that you are for us, that you are a God who is mighty, and to rest in that. Lord, as a psalmist says, we pray that you would help us right now to be still and know that you are God. That though the nations rage, you will be exalted among the nations. You will be exalted in the earth. Father, we love you. We trust you. We praise you as our refuge, our strength, and our very present help in trouble. You are our God. You are our fortress. Help us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, friends, our God is so good. And I pray that we as a church family know the help and confidence that comes from taking refuge in this good God. One last thing, though. Notice the title of the psalm. Psalm 46 title says, To the Choir Master, and then it ends with a reminder that Psalm 46 is a song. Friends, we have read this psalm. We have reflected on Psalm 46. We have prayed through Psalm 46, and I encourage you to keep doing that. But this is also meant to be sung. And so we're going to end our time today with praise. Now, 500 years ago, Martin Luther penned the song, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And it was a song, a hymn, that was based on Psalm 46. And so uh, this week, Jason Brown and our church's musicians gathered and recorded a video of A Mighty Fortress is Our God. And they've put it on our church's YouTube page so that we could watch it and sing with them a song of praise no matter where we're at. So let me encourage you right now to go to the church's YouTube page online. If you're wondering, if you don't know where that's at, you can actually uh, follow one of the links that we've included in the website or the podcast page, and it will take you that to that uh, YouTube page. And join us in praising our God by singing A Mighty Fortress is Our God. <laughs>